The ears of today. The ears of today. <laughs> we do need to. I think we need to have that discussion, <laughs> Omar. The ears of today. That's yeah, because there's so much stuff that we just can't. We, we, we can't, just can't get away so with much, it anymore. Yeah, it's so crazy. Or, right. or South retarded. Park would or retarded. Yeah. You know, what I mean, just those days are just no longer. And you know, I think as a society now that we're growing, I think it's we're moving in an excellent direction. Yeah, you know sure. I mean? We should we should actually reflect on. I mean, you know, as as you know, I don't know if it's, a, it sounds dumb, but words do hurt. You know, what I mean, and words do matter. And you know, I mean, I heard words are things once. Words, words are, things. are things. Is that something Kevin said or what? No, no. something in Roy Lockwood. No, that was ideas are things. No, words are things. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was ideas nope, are things. it was a banner that said words are things. Words are things? Words yeah. are things? No. Was this like something? It was ideas are things, It was dude. one of those like uh, pump up his staff kind or of Or was it words or? hurt and harm? I don't know. I think you're confusing never, a few things. No, I'm, right. I'm the guy who I'm, I'm anti meetings when it comes down yeah. to like if I was going to meet with like salespeople or cor- any corporate people, I just get really bummed out or maybe not bummed out, maybe uh, very uncomfortable in those situations. Really? Being, oh yeah, because I think I always think I always get inside my head. Oh man, I'm not smart enough. I'm not creative en- enough. Like to be around these people. Like yeah. like I've been doing this job for over 10 years now uh-huh. and I still am I always second guess myself but I also think that that leads to how good I became because I could play you stuff that you know from when I started and it's terrible you know? <laughs> but, 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 but now I'm actually to the point where I'm in my groove I mean oh, there's always room for improvement obviously but now if, but I, I'm not that confident cocky guy that thinks my production don't stink because it could always be improved upon right. you know what I mean and I think that's what Makes a lot of us good here on the show because we don't think we're the end all be all. You but know you, what I mean? you hate meetings though. I do hate. You meetings. would have hated the one I was I, in I, last night. Oh, Ooh. you were in meetings. Yeah, we had to give like sales pitches, and they were That's oh my, my gosh, yeah, it's just it, it's just not my thing. See, I don't like, mind that because I like throwing crap out and just look. If it hits, it hits. If it doesn't, who cares? Move on. Next, you yeah. know, and just keep thinking, keep yeah, thinking. It's not 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 my strong suit. So, um, how did we get on this topic? I don't know. Well, that was <laughs> I don't weird. even so, know. Hey, you want to have was... a meeting about this show? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look, I, I was going through, I guess we should say who we are. So we've got Omar, DJ Omar Khan from the Kevin Abee oh, Show. I'm Lightning, yeah. and oh. this is DJ uh, Sanchez right over here. No, it's the DJ king Sanchez of Mexico. The king of Mexico. Yeah. DJ I, Sanchez at krock.com is his email address. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, hey, I got my email back up and working. Yay. For two weeks, Lightning at K-Rock has been broken, and all of your emails have gone into purgatory somewhere, and I can't get them. So if you've emailed Lightning at krock.com in the last two weeks... For the B team, please resend. Go in your sent box and resend, and now I'll get it. You do that. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. Or don't even. Uh, I don't care. I mean, okay. I'd like to get some mail, so, whatever. What are we doing here? Um, I'm, a little, I'm a little suspect. Well, I, we should start the show and then, and then okay. talk about what we're doing. You got it. Okay. Come along now. Take a ride with the B team. Let's get together and take a look behind the scenes. Talking about... Talking about Kevin and Bean, come on, let's start the show. Everybody grab your Vaseline. The B Team. Yeah. The B Team. The B Team. Oh, that's right. The B Team. Baby. Yeah, dog. Baby. You know, can I take a quick minute and thank all the people that came up to us at Acoustic Christmas? Yeah. And said, uh, what's up? Because, uh, you know, Dr. Mo. Yeah. Dr. Mo, he's, a, you know, whenever Dr. Drew's not available for, you know, butt stuff or whatever we need to talk <laughs> about. Um, he's so nice and generous with his time. And he listens to this show. And he came up to me and gave me, a, you know, um, a big, big props on the podcast. And I, I was taken aback. Like, he really loves the pot. He was, you know, and he's a genuine guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just all the people. And uh, you introduced me to a couple of people. And uh, Michael yeah. Schneider was. Michael Schneider. It. Yeah. yeah. It's just unbelievable. Saw so fans out in the concourse who were like, I'll walk by and they'd be like, BT. Yeah. yeah it's just <laughs> unbelievable. During, I was sitting in the press room working and I get a text and I can't tell who it's from because, but it's a 702 number, mm-hmm. Las Vegas. And it says, uh, hey, just wondering if the B team, I'm waiting for the B team to come up and introduce a band. That's... And I thought, who is this? And I go, I'm sorry, the number's not coming up. It's like, oh, hey, it's the mayor's assistant, Las Vegas. What? <laughs> Mayor uh, Goodman? Mayor Goodman's yes, assistant? Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's man. funny. I was like, what? She's like, oh, yeah, I'm out of your party. And you guys, I expect you guys to come up. You're huge. I thought, 
No, we're not. I don't, it's it's funny that you know, I guess like the hard hardcore K Rock Kevin Bean listeners know who we are, and I guess probably those people are the people going to the shows. And management here doesn't give a. <laughs> they have no idea that this podcast exists. Like, what? Exactly. What do you do? They're like, exactly. What? That's a thing, really? Yeah, <laughs> it's oh a thing. When yeah. do you do that? <laughs> exactly. Right? Is that, is that on AM? Yeah. I, <laughs> no, know? I was talking to our boss, Mr. Weatherby. He's like, how do I get that? How do I listen to it? I go, Are you serious? People around here are unbelievable, <laughs> man. Unbelievable. But yeah, I thought that was that was super nice. And then uh, a bride and groom that I DJed for earlier in the year were there, Brett and Casey, and they're huge fans. I, yeah. I, you, you oh, I met, met them. Yeah, I met them. You guys, yeah. you guys yeah. met them. Yeah, cool. super cool. I snuck them onto the floor. Oh, nice. so, so I was like, hey, I have. Some, you know what? I have a little present for you. And I got you know took took took, took some of the magic passes and. Psh, Boom! They're on the floor, so they were. They so were now stoked. they had to they stand up the whole show. I made them stand up the entire show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, so, my legs hurt. Oh, yeah, we don't have a seat. Homer took absolutely. it away. <laughs> it's, it's you know it's it's funny because uh, I was. Um, uh, getting ready to leave, and uh, you know, uh, I have kids now, and uh, you know, we're really spoiled here. So Weezer's on, like rocking out, and I was just having a conversation with Lightning, like off to the side. Like, <laughs> what's like, wrong with that? And I, I turned hey, to tomorrow. I turned yeah. to exactly. <laughs> I turned to Lightning, and we, we were just having that kind of conversation. And I and I turned to him, and I'm like. Weezer's like rocking out very hard right there. How jaded are we? Where we don't even like you know like like it's like no big thing to us now. Like man, we're so spoiled. I we're spoiled speak rotten for yourself, children. Man, I enjoyed every second of. Weezer. No, you didn't. I did. Oh, just I, oh, just Weezer. Just no, and yeah. Weezer and the Killers. Did it, yeah. And Royal Blood. Uh, was I that, wish that was I could have seen them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Any any chance I had to go to the floor, I did and watch the show. Oh, that's cool. I didn't get a chance to see like all the bands I wanted yeah. to see, but you know. I got to see the Lumineers. I think the Lumineers is the only band that I was kind of really excited yeah. about. And then I was going to be, you know, I, mean, I was excited about the Killers, but it was too late. And I was like, I need to get to bed. Killers and, yeah, were sure. amazing. My favorite was Royal yeah. Blood. Like, But I think it's going to be like a Linkin Park situation where in, in, in a couple of years, they're going to headline. Like Royal Blood. I, I, I hope you were going to say that one of the guys is going to kill himself. <laughs> no, I wasn't going <laughs> to no. say that at all. No. <laughs> you might I want hope. to cut that out, no, Lightning. No, I'm leaving it in. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. That's DJ Omar nope. Khan. Uh, lightning at krock.com. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, like I've seen him in Lollapalooza all over the place, and they have the crowds. And we had arguments with our bosses. Why are they opening? They should be later in the show. They really? are like they are not closers at this point, but they are like damn near at the top of the uh, the food chain at like Reading and Leeds and all these massive UK festivals. Yeah, they're one of those and, bands for me that they've been. I've never been able to see them because I was always working yeah. because you know we're editing interviews backstage for uh, for for the on air purposes. But I seen videos and for two guys, I don't know how they make so much music come out of those instruments because yeah. it sounds I mean it, like for people to know it's two dudes the drummer and a guy playing guitar and the guy playing the guitar he runs his guitar through a plethora of pedals right? and that's yeah. how he gets that kind of like the guitar sounding like a bass or by the I, way I don't know, I'd I'd asked by, by the way Omar it. not guitar it's a bass. It's a bass. It's a bass. Now yeah, I've what? asked him, so I had him on the phone. Yeah. I interviewed him last it's year, and yeah, yeah, it's crazy. crazy. I yeah. grinded him and grinded him, and he wouldn't tell me. He's really? like, "No, it's my secret sauce." I, man, and it, it, it just it sounds yeah. sounds amazing. It I haven't amazing. seen that much. I've, well, I've seen. I haven't heard that much noise since White Stripes. Really? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. by the way, he's way, uh, Ben's a way better drummer than he yeah. is. So, <laughs> well, so it, well. it adds that much more sound, and it's yeah. just. They're and so and here, here's yeah. what. Uh, here's, by the way, we're talking about Royal Blood. If you missed that, yeah, yeah. Royal Blood. Yeah. And here's so they're backstage and they're doing an interview for some of our other alternative stations around the country. We help we help out some of our smaller stations. Mm-hmm. So we're videotaping and they're uh, we're doing the interview with them. And then Rise Against walks in and they're against the photo wall from as close as me to you right now. It's it's mm-hmm. seven feet away and they're looking over there and Rise Against makes some noise. And and Ben looks over. Ben from Royal Blood looks over to the guys that rise against. He's like, "Come on over here!" So they they intermingle within thirty seconds. <laughs> Royal Blood is now interviewing Rise Against. Oh wow! And nice. it's hilarious. They were it was like a barrage of the most bizarre questions. Like, That's great. have you eaten ever eaten in an entire armadillo? Have you ever kicked a fireplace? What have do you, they like, do with all this footage? Where can we see that? We've I think it's on krock.com, Actually, oh, cool. yeah, I think oh, Cody cool, put cool. it up it's the not. other day. It's That's not. great. No, it's no, not. I think it's it is. Not. Are you no. sure? Everybody, everybody here is checked out. I have. Been CKRock.com in about two weeks, and I bet you it's not. Yeah, so, I think it is actually. But by the time you're listening to this, which will probably be like two weeks from now, it, it should be up there. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, enjoy. But yeah, just just props, and then you know, props to the uh, promotions team for putting on a great event. Uh, you know, again, 
And, uh, you know, I, I, it was a lot of, uh, you know, uh, behind the scenes, you know, it was a lot of first timers kind of putting on this big show. And yeah, I think they, they, they stepped up and did a tremendous job. Production, everything was, was, was on point. And I you thought. know what? Morrissey canceling didn't affect it. Didn't did as far as I was concerned. I know that there kind were people did that were, behind the scenes, behind with, the scenes, it with, did. I understand with movement, which was a little tough, but on stage and on air stuff like that, it's it was all. I mean, there. that lineup yeah. was so stacked yeah. already. You the know? killers just they just they knocked it out of the park. Dude, you know, and, they dude, and they're so classy. Bringing on, uh, first of all, doing two uh, more a Morrissey song and a Smith, a Smith song, song yeah. and then bringing up that photographer on stage. <laughs> that was his, yeah. that was his brother in law or something, right? Or cousin? That was their photographer. Their photographer, but, yeah, yeah they're related. Yeah. A brother, you know, yeah. upstage, and it was kind of like not making light, but kind of making a point that you know the killers aren't the queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> and photographers <laughs> are welcome. Yeah, so Chelsea, yeah. the one who got booted. Very for those well, of you well, that weren't well done. For those of you that weren't following along, Josh Homme was in some weird state of mind and was tearing a set apart Saturday night. And, I heard and, the entire the from the time he got on stage till the end, and you know, obviously, especially the kick, everything was a little off. Mm. Like you know, I mean, if I were to guess, and I didn't see the set, um, probably some sort of drugs, some sort of drugs. So it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if he ends up in a, a rehab or something. You know, I mean, obviously, this is just my, just my opinion. This in no way reflects you know K Rock or the Kevin Bean show, but um, I, I think he's troubled. He yeah. def- definitely has has something going going on. So he was making fun. He was saying things about Muse, and then he was pushing uh, set pieces Which, over the Muse then- thing. I think is fine because I heard what he said, and that's kind of funny. What I missed I, it. I, from what I from what I gathered, he's all like, "Hey, you know who's here to see Muse?" And then the crowd cheers, and then he says. Muse. <laughs> I guess that's his shtick. Like he's yeah. he's a bit bit of a dick on stage. So I was like, okay, that could be funny. But then Mike Crank, who's another production imaging guy here, um, he does some stuff for K Rock and Jack FM, was saying that not only was it a little off, their sound is bad. And if if you've seen Queens of the Stone Age, they're usually a real tight band. Yeah. You know, they're a really good band. So um, yeah, so it, you know it, that was a, just a, a terrible terrible thing. Well, he looked down into the crowd and he saw a photographer and he took his boot and he kicked the camera and the camera went right into Chelsea our photographer's face bruised above her right eye no. and, and, and it, if you see the video it's 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 like he it, winds not, up yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not a, a mistake kick, it's a he went for three man <sighs> Dude, yeah, I was yeah, like, he was kicking a field goal. For yeah, that, because that night, right? because um, I was I was on social media and then I heard about it and I was like, well, it, people were saying it was an accident first, yeah. and then you see the video and like, dude, there's no way that was an accident. I'm sitting on the couch in the press room. You guys came by, you know where it is, and mm-hmm. and Chelsea comes in and she's she's bawling, she's she's crying. Oh, you so you oh, she, you were witness she, to that? She after, walked she walks in straight from the stage to us. She's crying. And she goes, I would j- Josh just kick me. I go, what? Josh just kicked me. And I said, what do you? And she opens her camera and she starts scrolling through the wheel and she shows me frame by frame his foot up, up, and then the boot is in the lens, and then it goes scattered like the the camera goes flying. She had a strap so the camera didn't hit the ground, and she went backwards and hit something. So she didn't fall, wow. but she and and she was just this, and she. By the way, laid in my lap for a minute, going freaking prop, out. Props to Chelsea for still getting the shots, man. Yeah, such yeah. a good photographer. I don't think that she you know? knew that it was going to go that far. Like, because sometimes you know the bands will they put their face in the camera or they put their shoes oh, yeah. up towards the camera. For, I don't for think a that. Pose and remember, something. she's looking through the lens. Yeah, and the lens, you know, it may look farther away, whatever. Anyways, blasted her yeah. and just just yeah. So we're on stage waiting to do an introduction for the next band. Um, we're the side of the stage, right? Uh, and Kevin was so do so it when the, the firefighters. When, uh, sorry, when that happens, when he gets when 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 the kick happens, is that towards the end of their set or the last song or in the middle of their set or you beginning? Know, I, do you know? I, I don't know because well, we, I mean, we were on side of the stage waiting for the next okay. to do the next. On it was about two thirds. About two okay. thirds. Yeah, and that's not even the craziest part because as we're they get off the stage and they pass by us and they they clear us out because like, we have the whole crew there getting ready to go up next and and they clear us and I see Josh pass by and he's bleeding and I'm like yo what up with that right and then it turns out he cut himself, he cut himself. with a pocket knife yeah, yeah that's, that's what was going on with him that's when your, the lights that's went your, out you're on drugs thing man yeah when the lights know? went out he cut himself above his right eye and the blood just went down trickled around his right cheekbone and down his neck mm. and i he did it for effect and he never touched it like 
at first people were like, oh, what do you do? He hit something. Like, if you knew that you were bleeding, what would you do? Wipe. You would, you would you wipe. Would, you'd touch your face. Because yeah, it gets in your he, Not once your did he touch his face because it was on purpose. Right. He didn't want to smear the blood. It was That's, really bizarre. I don't know. That's not rock and roll, is it? It is rock and roll. It's real rock and roll. Yeah, you're supposed to apologize for stuff you've done. That's, yeah, that's I'm not crazy. saying it's cool, but that's rock and roll. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks. We got a little off track there. Yeah, so thanks. that happened. So that happened. <laughs> but still, great show. Props to everybody who came out. We really do. And yeah, shouted us you. out. Yeah, we really do appreciate and you. And all the money goes to, uh, goes charity. to charity. Yeah. And, which, they're awesome charities. Uh, Para los niños and... Uh, Al Wooten Jr. Al Wooten Jr. Yeah. 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 So um, we're going to go on vacation. So um, you guys uh, are going on vacation. Yeah. So, yeah. You uh, guys. Jerks. <laughs> um, but we're going to give you two fresh new episodes, right? Here's what we're doing, gentlemen. We are going back in time to one of, I think, 11. Wait, we're going back in time? Okay. We're going back. Wait, wait, wait. It's the... Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, Dave, what were you going to sing? We're going back in time. Is that Gary... Who is that? Uh, Huey Lewis? Huey, Huey Lewis. Lewis. He was, yeah. yeah, I was going to say Gary I, I only know that, by the way, because of uh, Jimmy Kimmel. So. Oh, really? Yeah. He loves Huey Lewis oh, in the yeah. news. Like, they are super. He lo- really loves them. Not just love. Like, they're, they're friends. They go oh, fly really? fishing together. Oh, it's man. legit. It's so oh. funny because, you know, we, uh, we well, I don't know Jimmy. I just know him by, you know, he visits here. But the Jimmy of old didn't know Huey Lewis. But as he's become more celebrity, his, you know, he's got to meet all his childhood idols. Oh, my gosh. And now he's hanging out with Huey Lewis. So bizarre. David Letterman, Howard Stern, like all these people that he idolized growing up, he hangs with them, goes to their weddings, their yeah, parties. That's incredible. They go on vacations together. It is it is super that's, odd. That's bananas. So we're going back to uh, a bunch of old Kevin and Bean Christmas CDs. I think we started in like... What, 1990 with Feel the Warmth, it was actually a vinyl 12-inch with like 12 tracks, six on each side. And um, that was produced by John Frost and the guys. And we're going to take you, kind of a give you a smattering of, of the years. I'll so, give you a smattering in your face. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to edit is, that is out. Is that not appropriate? No, I'm gonna, no, that's in there. I didn't Sorry. cut it out. <laughs> All right, the first one, uh, the first track that we're going to get to is Silent Night by Lewisidal Tendencies. Uh, you know, a play on Suicidal Tendencies. This was by Lewis Largent. He was our music director in the very early 90s. Long hair went on to go head up MTV and VH1. Yeah. On and air. He was uh, on air at News. He MTV was on News, air. Oh, yeah. that's right. He did uh, 120 MTV, Minutes. And MTV News. Yeah, yeah that's oh, right. Wow. Yeah, so uh, Silent Night by Lewis Saddle Tendencies. So you guys know, Dave Omar, you know that Kevin and Bean were huge fans of Twin Peaks. But did you know that we got the entire cast of Twin Peaks to do a song? Sounds terrible. No, it's good. This is called 12 Days of Christmas. Is it better or worse than the live broadcast? (laughs) Did Did they get David Lynch on it? Because I would love to hear Dave Lynch talking like this. He is on it, and it's not good. Sorry, in advance. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a body dead, wrapped in plastic. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two secret diaries. And a body dead, wrapped in plastic. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three possessed souls. Two secret diaries. And a body dead, wrapped in plastic. Diane, on the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four talking logs, three possessed souls, two secret diaries, and a body dead, wrapped in plastic. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five jelly donuts, four talking logs, three possessed souls, two secret diaries, and a body dead. Wrapped in plastic. On the sixth day of Christmas, my sweetheart gave to me six fish and a percolator. Five jelly donuts. Four talking logs. Three possessed souls. Two secret diaries. And a body dead, wrapped in plastic. 
On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven one-armed men, six fish and a percolator, five jelly donuts, four talking logs, three possessed souls, two secret diaries, and a body dead, wrapped in plastic. Diane, on the eighth day of Christmas, I had a strange dream. Eight dancing midgets. Seven one-armed men. Six fish and a percolator. Five, oh, five jelly donuts. Sorry. Oops. Four talking logs. Three possessed souls. Two secret diaries. And a body dead, wrapped in plastic. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine owls lurking. Eight dancing midgets. Seven one-armed men. Six fish and a percolator. Five jelly donuts. Four talking logs. Three possessed souls. Two secret diaries. And a body dead, wrapped in plastic. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me... Ten drooling Leo. Nine owls lurking. Eight dancing midgets. Seven one-armed men. Six fish and a percolator. Five jelly donuts. Four talking logs. Three possessed souls. Two secret diaries. And a body dead wrapped in plastic. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven cherry pies. Ten drooling Leos. Nine owls lurking. Eight dancing midgets. Seven one-armed men. Six fish and a percolator. Five jelly donuts. Four talking logs. Three possessed souls. Two secret diaries. And a body dead wrapped in plastic. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my sweetheart gave to me twelve cups of coffee, eleven cherry pies, ten drooling Leos, nine owls lurking, eight dancing midgets, seven one-armed men, six fish and a percolator, five dozen donuts, what? Four talking logs, three possessed souls, two secret diaries, and a body dead wrapped in plastic. Amen. Amen. Dave, this has got to be one of your favorites, right? Mr. No. Hanky? No. You don't like Mr. Hanky? You don't like the Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo? Oh, I mean, look, it's it was funny, but I don't like uh, I'm not a big South Park guy, so you're not. What? No, What's no. wrong with Are you? Are you kidding? No, wait, wait. Even I'll, even I'll, the old school South Park, like today's South Park, I could get, I could get because it's really depreciated. And I, I think I think I was in until the movie, and then the movie, I was like, all right, I I've seen all I can see. Really? And then I'm, I'm good. But, but 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 to that point. Did you just think it was okay, or did you? No, think no, it was no. Great? It was funny, oh, and okay, I still okay. thought it was funny. Okay. Yeah, I still think it's funny. I just don't watch it. Well, our okay. entire setup is longer the entire longer than the entire Mr. Hanky piece. So here <laughs> we go. It's Christmas time. Santa Claus is on his way. He's loaded goodies on his sleigh. He'll drop them off on Christmas Day, and I say, Ha ha! Folks will gather around the fire and sing songs like a choir by the tree the whole time, and I say, Howdy! Baby Jesus wrapped in cloth is in a manger with frankincense and wise men are giving him because he's Jesus! What's that? What's that? <laughs> exactly. Do I hear Bob Hope? You do hear Bob <laughs> Hope is right around the corner. This is Mark Davis as Bob Hope. He used to appear all the time on the Kevin and Bean Show. From the album Faux Shizzle, Saint Nizzle, here is Bob Hope's letter to Santa. Dear Santa, yeah, this is Bob Hope writing to you from the deck of the John C. Stennis in the Persian Gulf. Yeah, I tell you, you know it's Christmas in Baghdad because there's tinsel on the camel humps. Yeah. Let me tell you what I want Santa Claus to bring me for Christmas, you know. I want some soup and some Bengay and an electric blanket. And I want a blowjob from Christiane Amanpour. Yeah, that'd be something. And I want some choo-choo trains and a, a G.I. Joe with a kung fu grip. 
Yeah, I want some wasabi and some wasabi and some wombats and... Oh, and bring my wife Dolores a funnel. Hey, how about that Columbo, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you see that Mount St. Helens blow its top last week? Yeah, the last time I saw someone that steamed was when me and Jerry Colonna walked in on Douglas MacArthur in the officer's mess, right in the middle of his daily geisha bath. He picks up a samurai sword, chops off Jerry's mustache, grabs the nearest loofah jockey and yells, I shall return! Now turn over on all fours and let me infiltrate the back door of your Korean airspace. Whoa, good times, you know, good times, yeah. You know what else I want for Christmas this year? Me and the golden girls in a hot tub filled with Rondo the Thirst Crusher. Yeah, that's something else. Merry Christmas, you fucker. All right, who still has a mullet? Come on. People, I, I, still I see... saw a mullet uh, three days ago. Yeah, Judah the Lion, the lead singer, yes. has a mullet. Yes. What's up with that? I don't know what's up with that. Stop it, people. This is a band from Orange County. I think they're now defunct, but they were called The Shout. Let it all out. From the album Faux Shizzle Saint Nizzle, this is Merry Mullet Christmas. Hey man, what do you get for Christmas? Same things every year. Jack Squad! Well, the Christmas lights are on in the trailer park, like a year round circus sideshow after dark. But there's something very special about tonight, and I'll tell you why. There's beer cans hung on the Christmas tree And a 12-pack container for the angel I see But I don't understand why Santa can't come here tonight Merry Mullet Christmas to you Merry Mullet Christmas, that's you With a 1090 hairdo, it's Mullet Christmas time All been pretty good, I think, this year We only started three fires and we drank less even got a job rewinding Christmas movies at the video store. We'll be eating turkey, TV dinner, sipping eggnog, drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon while we burn the Yule log in the Weber barbecue, sitting watching the bugs after killing flies. Merry Mullet Christmas to you. Merry Mullet Christmas. That's you. With a neck warmer hairdo. It's Mullet Christmas time. UPS deliveries for me and all my friends at the Rub and Tug trailer park. Randy got his junior startup meth lab kit. Skifry got his double life Slayer box set. Terry got air hockey and playing with his paw who's unemployed. Wrestling arena season tickets for Kelly, but the best gift of all was addressed to me. Was my Dungeons and Dragons game with bonus bumper sticker inside. Santa finally made it to our trailer park that day. In his brown uniform without his reindeer or sleigh. But you could hear him yelling out the window of his truck as he drove away. Very Mullet Christmas to you. Very Mullet Christmas. That's you. With a 1090 hairdo. It's Mullet Christmas time. Very Mullet Can we stop the music for a second? Because we need to talk about Cromwell Watch, our fine partner in crime here. 
No, that's bad. <laughs> there's, no, uh, there's no crime I, going on I, here. I like it. They're a partner in crime. <laughs> partner in crime. Come I guess watch, man. Yeah, see? It's like you need to watch it while you know, you're know you watching the time because you know you have three minutes once they hit the alarm to get off. You're yeah. wearing a Cromwell watch. You got and your chronograph, right? Yeah. So you got your seconds taken. You got everything there, else a chronograph there does. There you go. <laughs> we're, we're terrible at this. We really are. Uh, we are. We're not polished. Well, but, here's, uh, the, here's the thing about Cromwell watch. They've got... Uh, a, no, start, start that again. Here's the thing about Cromwell Watch. You, they, they help you so you don't have to have that last-minute freak-out where you need a gift for, for Christmas, right? Uh, yeah, but uh, so I have a quick story. I'm doing this, I'm doing this uh, wedding uh, in January uh, for a guy named Brandon Kwan, and I was uh, on the phone discussing his agenda and timeline and you know what he's going to do. And he's a super laid-back guy. Everything every, and his fiance is very easygoing. So we're just kind of like, you know, just... Just talking afterwards because he's a fan of the B team and uh, the Kevin Bean show. And he's all like, thank you for introducing me to Cromwell Watch because that's what I'm going to buy for all my groomsmen. Are you so, kidding me? No, no, no. And it, he's blown away by the fact that you enter B team and you get 20% off. Or is it 40%? No, it's 20. It's 20% off. I think, for, yeah, so for his purchase, for each watch, he's going to get $40 off. Yes. Because he's going to get the $200 watches. Ooh. So he's going to get, yeah, exactly. He's, he's uh, like 40 bucks off of that and it, it's a stellar watch. I'm like, I'm, and I told him, you can't go Damn wrong with that. baller, by the way, yeah, Bill, yeah. buying everyone he's a watch. Buy, well, I th- yeah. So he's gonna buy. He's ended up buying five watches. Okay, five watches. Yeah, which is great. So we're doing you some good work, Logan. So, <laughs> so, so I hope you do um, continue to become a. So I hope you uh, continue to be a sponsor of the B team. Absolutely, but yeah, I thought that was a good story. That is that's a that's a great story. So here's the thing about Cromwell's: they offer a, kind of a wide uh, you know bevy of watches. So from dress watches, the thin watches you can tuck under your 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 dress sleeves, or to like the chunky, larger forty eight millimeter style to uh, the lightning d- watch dive. Yeah, like you know, kind of <laughs> not bling. It's none of the stuff is like bling. It's you know they've got like a, a bling a, bling right a dive watch, <laughs> um, you know elegant chronographs, dive style watches, chunky masterpiece. Pieces, like the Santa Monica, and prices like you're talking this about, it's not going to break Monica. the bank. <laughs> the, the prices are reasonable from 100 bucks to like 250. Yeah, and especially if you use that B team code. I mean, 20 percent off, you can't beat that. Lifetime and, warranty. Yeah, and remember, Cromwell Watch.com. What time it is? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't resist. Can't I resist. cannot resist that. It's too good. Too good. What time it is? Use B team at checkout for 20 percent off. CromwellWatch.com. Free shipping. Sweet. Lifetime warranty. Just look for the special get them together ad. Uh, Mike, th- those things can be normal. You don't have to panic about that kind of stuff. I mean, look, look, Drew, if it's on the penis, you panic. I, I understand that you panic, Adam, but uh, the fact is that these are not warts, probably, and the way he's describing them, it sounds like something we call pearly penile papules, which are completely normal. So, Mike, settle down. Don't worry about it, and uh, enjoy right. the holiday. So it's not STD, it's PPP? It is not an STD. It's what it is. All right. Mike, try to get some sleep. Um, Joseph, 23, you're on Loveline. Joseph? Yeah, you guys there? Yeah. Yeah, what's your question? Hey, how are you guys? Uh, listen, I listen to the show all the time. You guys are great. Thank you. Um, I got a problem. I am um, I'm getting married in a little while, and um, my, my fiancé says that she's a virgin, but we just found out uh, a couple days ago that she's pregnant. Uh-huh. So you also found out she's a liar. Well, I don't know that. I mean, she, she, she is a virgin. I, wait, wait, I, you, uh-huh. you, you have not had sex with her. I have not had sex with her, and, and she swears that she's not had sex with anyone else, right. and I, I believe her. She's the, never lied the, to me about anything else before. The only other possible explanation could be that she somehow tripped and fell into my hamper. <laughs> it's a scary place for anybody Has she to been be. anywhere near my apartment? I don't think so, but here's the thing. I, I mean, I, I, sw- I know that she's a virgin. I know she is. She has no reason to lie to me, and she says that God is the one that made her pregnant. Okay. So she's one of these religious nutballs. Did she actually have a hallucination? Well, she, I mean, she says that, 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 that God came to her and told right, her that right, she was going right. to this child. Okay. God, God came me. to me uh, just the other day and told me to masturbate, coincidentally. I guess he didn't want yeah, to be fornicating. I, I think you believe everybody's telling you that. Well, I mean, I, I know that you guys are going to think I'm weird, but... No, not you, I Joseph. Also, I also... God came to me in a vision also and no. told me to oh, trust Jesus. her and listen to what she said and that it in, is indeed the truth. <laughs> Well, here's my, Dr. Drew, here's my question. I mean, can somebody actually get pregnant from God? Joseph, I, 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 no. No? No. What about you with the triplets, Drew? You don't think the Lord had a hand in that? Lord played a hand in that, but he didn't do the work. Lord never dropped his frock? No, not unless he was in that same stall with me near that Dixie cup. (laughs) 
But <laughs> see, I need a tumbler. That's the difference between us. But uh, I, I'm really worried about you guys. I mean, you're having hallucinations. God knows who got her pregnant. Okay, uh, let's just get past this whole thing. You both saw God. Uh, right. He impregnated uh, your wife, and you guys are gonna have this child. Yeah, we're uh, definitely going right. to have it. So she's not smoking or drinking or anything at this no, point? No, at this not point. at all. The fact is she's really into all of this natural stuff. She, I mean, she says that she wants to have a natural childbirth. And uh-huh. we, yeah. She wants to have a midwife, and we, she wants to go to, like, a barn uh, to have the baby and be, you know, in touch with nature and stuff. You know, I don't... Like a pottery barn? What kind of barn? Is that where you have to go? Like a manger where, you know, where there's animals and stuff. I don't... Dr. Drew, is that... I mean, is it unhealthy? Yes. It's not in a hospital? I mean, is there a problem with contamination with yeah. animal feces or anything like that? Yes. Yes. I mean, for Christ's sake, that's, that's a possibility. I mean, they can get very sick. Oh, they, yeah. Someone could step in some goat dung and somehow track that into the fetus. But nothing. No, I have no problem with natural child, childbirth, although I, I, I would not choose that for anyone in my family, but yeah. I certainly wouldn't do it in a... In a well, she, yeah, she's really into this, and I mean, the thing is, I've I've called around, and there's not any mangers anywhere near here, so we're basically going to have to, like, pack up all of our stuff uh-huh. and take a trip to the nearest manger, which is God knows where. I mean, wherever you're going, just put your seatbelts on and don't drink while you're driving. Yeah. Can you drive there? I don't, I don't have a driver's license, so I actually have, like, a pack mule. Uh, I swear to God, I work with this guy doing a framing job in Chatsworth in 84. Oh, Oh, you are. See, this is a problem with this society, Drew. It's a bunch of hallucinating, screwed up people that don't even bother to get married. They're going to have the kid. We are going to get married. I mean, we're going to. I have every intent of of marrying this girl, and that's not a question. And I. How can this this relationship last, too? I mean, first of all, we don't even know anything about Joseph or Mary's background. It's got to be horrendous. There's some abuse there. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. Both were abused. And they obviously both have a chemical imbalance. So, uh, Drew, you tell me, genetically, isn't the kid going to be a whack job? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I. Yeah. Really, I mean, the probability is here that, that, that. there is probably significant mental illness in so, both sides. All right, of so the kid maybe. should be on like a Prozac drip as uh, soon as he comes out of the womb. That, really stronger medication than that, or you know, well, this, this sounds more like it's a chronic psychotic illness both of them have. This would a lot of, a lot of street people have this. If you, look, you go out and interview people in the street, homeless people. I mean, Joseph's homeless. The guy lives in it with a mule and they're having a child in a manger for crying I, out loud. Well, it's I mean, not, yeah. Look, I, look, wait, hang on, I'm just, I'm like sorry, a Mongo. I, I'm sorry, but the, you know, there's a lot of social service out there for you. You should, you know, consult with. Is there what, a number you could give them? You, you, look, I'm going to talk to. Joseph off the air because he really needs a lot of help here. All uh, right. And uh, but if you talk to homeless people out there, a lot of them are having hallucinatory phenomena. A lot of them are disconnected from reality in various ways. They can't support them. So can't, can't, I... Certainly can't sustain a marriage. And and who know you know they have sex with people okay. they don't even remember right. it. Listen, I mean, who knows who right. Mary was it's with? It's screwed up should people I... having screwed up kids. Joseph, should I say something to her or should I? I mean, wh- what should I do? Should I stay with her or should I? Right. Stay with her, but as soon as the kid comes out, write to the adoption agency. Yeah. Let a nice, uh, God-fearing family I, adopt this kid. I don't know if I can do that. I mean, she are, she's already picked out names for the baby and everything. She's really into this. What's she going with? Well, if it's a boy, she wants to name it Jesus, and if it's a girl, uh, she wants to name it Laquisha. <laughs> All right, so the father could have been black. Well, we're going to find out. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that God is black, but I, I don't know. Well, let me see. If you ever seen a black man with his pants down, you'd swear you'd seen God. All right. Uh, yeah. Joseph, listen, uh, get back on the medication. Uh, put down the flask. Uh, get some help. Drew, you want to talk to him off the air? Yeah, just hang on, Joseph. We've we got to talk some more. Okay? All right. We'll be back after this Thanks break. Thanks for your call. Oh, my God. People have been hitting us, uh, hitting us up left and right for some new detective, and we're going to finally give, some, give them some new detective. Are you telling me that? Yeah, I am. So John Frost, who was the imaging guy here for the station as a whole, crazy voice guy, he was, oh man, people worship his production. And he, this he was, was one of the first guys who became, I mean, I don't think, I mean, there was ever, he's probably the only one and only like, that became like a super production, like rock star guy who got brought down from us, from Alaska. Alaska. And he came down to K-Rock and he was the end all be all. Everybody's like production is still trying to copy his stuff. Correct. I mean, the guy, Wait, the, the John's guy from Alaska? Yeah. John Frost. That explains so much. Why he's so weird? Why he's so weird? <laughs> yeah, he's dark. He's so weird, yeah. man. He's very, so weird and twisted. Very dark sense of humor. So this was kind of his outlet. The New Detective originally started airing, I think, in the afternoons, in like drive time. What? Yes. Wait, this wasn't a Kevin and Bean bit. The, this was a K Rock bit. The New Detective started, I believe, before Kevin and Bean got here. What? Yeah. And oh, then we no adopted idea. it and kind of made it our own. But mm. this is John Frost doing the New Detective. <laughs> New, 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 detective. 
was the night before Christmas, and all through the offices of the new detective, not a creature was stirring, especially not the kitty. Since eating that mistletoe, he's been out like a light. Gonna have to try that sometime. He looks so peaceful. The new detective was just about to go out and carjack a present for Saki when the phone rang. Saki, you wanna get that? Okay, Dick Master. Hey, 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 hey. Master Dick, huh? it's the phone! All right, I got it. Yeah, this is the new detective. Barumpa bum bum, no freaking out. New detective? Hmm? I need your help. As long as I don't have to wrap anything. No, it's nothing like that. Oh. You see, I keep having these strange dreams while I'm awake. What are you, all hopped up now? Oh. What do I look like, care unit? Wait. I'm not, you know. Just meet me at Cannon Barbecues on Ventura Boulevard and we'll speak further. All right, I'll be there. Oh, Saki! Hi? Can I open my present now. No, you have to wait till Christmas. Damn. Well, then let's go. We've got us a case. Oh, goody. We headed into the valley. Ventura Boulevard was all lit up like Mayor Bradley on one of his binges when the new detective pulled up at the trendy eatery called Cannon Barbecues. Among the milling throng of preppy little dining beautiful people was a really ugly old guy. New detective? Yeah. Really ugly old guy? Yes, it's me. And who's this? That? That's just my little office boy, Saki. Hi! Don't get him started. Now, what's this all about? Well, I'm sitting in my office yesterday, and a dear old friend of mine stops by. So what's so peculiar about that? Well, this particular dear friend of mine has been dead for three years. Oh, bet he's really starting to stink. Not only that, he tells me to expect three ghosts sometime today to teach me the meaning of Christmas. Ooh, I'm ghost number one. Oh, no. Just kidding. Oh, well, I don't know what the big fuss is about. I can teach you the meaning of Christmas right now. Takes 30 seconds. Shoot. Maybe later. First, there was this baby born named Jesus, huh? and his mom didn't even play bury the baby leg, so she's wondering what is up with that. Then wise old shepherds come and give him little teething rings and jumpers and frankincense. Then it turns out that he's God, and he's super nice to everybody, so they kill him, and then all the big corporations of the world get together and latch onto the wise men bearing gift scenario and drive it home to the general public with huge advertising campaigns, and so now we buy everyone we've ever met a gift to stimulate the economy, and we all end up broke and have to cheat on our taxes. There. You happy now? Can we go home? I guess so. Good, because that whole thing about three ghosts is spooky. Master Dick. Keep walking. I think we should try to help that ugly old man. You do? Why? Do you think he might be somebody who can help to get us an animated TV show? No, because oh. tis the season to help people. Oh, all right. All right, mister. Ah. Here's the deal. Ah. We wait right here. Yes. If the ghost shows up in the middle of this trendy eatery, which I doubt, because even ghosts have their dignity, ah. me and my little foreign office boy will grab it and work it over. Got it? Got it. Goo. Uh, I mean, good. Master Dick, does any of the storyline seem familiar to you? Me? No. Why? Is this another rerun? No, but I think I remember reading about the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. Gesundheit. Hey. Well, I don't remember it. And another thing. Huh? This is real life, and there's no such thing as... <laughs> of the new detective. That was a rough one, Saki. Hey. I must have shot that three-headed ghost about 50, 50 times. times. Right in the middle head. Hey. Did he go down? No, he's a ghost. But at least we learned valuable lesson today. Yeah, don't screw with the ghost. No, the other lesson. Oh, right, right, right. Christmas is not all about merchandising at the local mall. It's a time of giving and love and gratitude and... Uh, what else? Uh, turkey? Hey, oh. don't ever call oh. me that again. So sorry, honorable Dick Master. You know, this whole dang thing makes me want to sing. Oh, no. Saki, hey. get the kitty. Okay, wake up, kitty. Time to sing. <coughs> me, me, me. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Take it, kitty. You can cheat on your taxes if you want to. But for now, it's Christmas. And a happy The man of mystery. Oh, Doto. The man with the uh, lazy eye who got it fixed. <laughs> what do you think Doto asked for Christmas? Um, a girl who's 5'8 or 5'9, I would or, imagine. Or Steven Cigar. Or Steven, Steven Cigar. cigar. Yeah. Exactly. Well, this let's... is uh, from Faux Shizzle St. Nizzle, Doto's letter to Santa Claus. 
Hi, Santa Claus. This is Doto Santa Claus. There's some things I like for Christmas, Santa Claus. Like I want a woman five eight five nine five nine Santa Claus, and 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 then I also want a German Shepherd dog Santa Claus for at least five hundred five hundred five hundred to a thousand dollars Santa Claus. Another thing I want Santa Claus is I want to I want you to put put me put me in a five star hotel in Thailand Santa Claus. I, I also want to eat the best chocolate brownies Santa Claus. Can you please advise me what type of chocolate cake I might uh, I might want to eat Santa Claus? And and the another dessert I love Santa Claus is Mrs. Phil's cookie Santa Claus. And another thing I want is I, I want a brand new condo in Vietnam, Santa Claus, because the condominium I'm living in it, it stinks, Santa Claus. The bathroom smells <laughs> like I can't even stand it, Santa Claus. And another thing I want, Santa Claus, is I want to work in a, in, in, in an organization, a Gallup organization, where I call and do telephone surveys, Santa Claus, and I take on different surveys, Santa Claus. And another thing I want from you, Santa Claus, is my Lexus is in the shop, and I want a And I want you to give buy me a brand new Lexus Santa Claus, maybe a 1995 or 19 uh, uh, 2000 Santa Claus. And Santa Claus, I really want Steven Cigar Santa Claus to. I really, I really want to meet him in person, Santa Claus. So can you bring this man into my life, Santa Claus? He's the most important man in my life, Santa Claus. Mr. Cigar, Mr. Cigar. So Santa Claus, so I need help with all these things, Santa Claus. So hook a up. Dear Santa, this is Ray Romano. Um, I hope you can help me. I have kind of an odd hobby. Whenever I go to the bathroom, uh, number two, I look down and I see if it resembles a letter of the alphabet. Uh, my lifelong goal is to uh, accomplish all 26. I've gotten 25, and I've had 25 for a long time now, uh, and I'm having a little trouble with the last one. So, if possible, for this Christmas, I'd like to shit an H. Thank you. <laughs> you start by doing that first, okay? Okay, here we go. Not, not yet, not yet. Pick up the pace, boys! <laughs> There are so many good boys and girls this year, and that sleigh's not going to fill itself. <laughs> Okay. Oh, now I just have to get through these last few letters. <laughs> hmm. This one's from an island in Washington. Dear Santa, hey, it's me, Bean. Remember when I was about five years old, you wrote to me that you hated me and that I was to never ever contact you again. Well, I just wanted to let you know that I moved. In case you have a change of heart, and now I live in a big pink house with a giant clown head on the roof. You can't miss it. I'm not really asking for that much this year, Santa. In fact, I already got the best present in the whole world in the mail when Jack Potter, the Postmaster General of the United States, sent me an autographed picture. Jack is neat, but he's wearing a suit and a tie in the picture, and I really wanted to see Jack in a thong, or maybe a towel, or wearing just a smile. Can you help, Santa? I want to believe in you again. Say hi to Rudolph for me, Bean. Fucking freak! I'll just file this in the fireplace. Now this one's from Los Angeles. <laughs> I've never seen an envelope dyed blonde before. What up, Sizzle? Know what I'm saying? My peeps are whack, yo. My jigabean, one of those chicken heads, flaking and perpetrating, full on faking the funk. My cousin Ralph spends so much time getting skull and turning it out that when it comes to us, he's a play hater. That peckerwood tweeter ain't about nothing but the ends, the scratch, and flossing the bling bling. And Lisa May, well, she's tasty. 
So the other day, me and my nephews are rolling, five deep, big pimping, sipping Chris and Stone Cold Ryan. When one of the wiggas in the back of the bucket says, we ought to get stepping to some mad beats, track some tasty punani, and deliver the wood thug style. So we're marinating to this Def Jam, and I'm cooling in the corner with a bottle of OE when this fly bitch with DSL asks me if I want to shake that ass on the dance floor. And I tell her, for shizzle, my whizzle, this is the plot. You bizzles forgot. Slizzle does not give a f***. So we're getting our groove on, and I decide it's time to turn this mother out. First, I limp to the side like my leg was broken, shaking, and twitching, kind of like I was smoking. Crazy, whack, funky. And I shout, Booyah! And I look around, and the whole place is jocking my shit. So I'm like, yo, I gotta bounce. And I grab my piece and I step off. And trip on this. My ballers are outside firing up a blunt. Fools be having vacuum lungs and tore up a 20 sack. So Sizzle, this is Kizzle. Hoping that this Christmas you can send me some OJs that are mad dope. Because these crackers are all acting the fool. And I'm fixing to get all buck wild up in this shit. Peace out, boo. Oh, and could I use a smaller dome? Oh, Shizzle, St. Nizzle. That is whack. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Get serious, I'm a newscaster. Without dismay, I couldn't make a living. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. Well, actually, biblical scholars think he may have been born in the summer when Palestinian shepherds do stay out and watch their flocks. To save us all from sin and sorrow. What about crime, drugs, rock videos, Economic recession, ecological pollution, Mideast war, UFO invasions. When we're gone astray. Subjective moral judgments by others tend to produce harmful guilt feelings, especially during the holidays. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Do you realize the size of the national debt? Comfort and joy. Six billion people on one planet, what are we going to do? Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Well, at least I didn't lip-sync it. Merry Christmas, Doc on the Rock. Dear Santa, Money the Sports Guy here, and I guess I should start off by saying thanks for taking care of last year's wish. You know, when I asked to see a woman dunk in a WNBA game, I really never thought I'd see it come to fruition. And I know it was all you, because it sure as hell wasn't natural athletic ability. So I was thinking... I could ask for a World Series in L.A. or maybe the Lakers to win their fourth NBA championship in a row, but this year, I gotta be a little selfish. I need a smaller penis. You know, I'm gonna run a marathon, and going 26.2 miles with a baby's arm banging between your legs just ain't gonna happen. So if you can help me out, i really appreciate it. You gotta love David Allen Greer, right? Don't you? David Allen Greer, I guess a lot of new younger one people may loud not. loud black guy, I yes. know that. <laughs> yes, I mean, you it's don't have funny. to, but you should. Yeah. You should. He is hilarious. He was Wanda in Living Color. Remember Wanda? Oh, wait, was no, that, that Jamie Foxx? Fox. Ah. Damn, oh. oh wrong man, black guy. Yeah. He, was, he, was, he was one of the two snaps in a yes. guy. Defolmation. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Well, <laughs> yeah, he and he was, just, he was just on the Carmichael show with Gerard. It was so good. This is David Allen Greer's letter to Santa from Kevin and Bean's Faux Shizzle, St. Nizzle. Dear Santa, this is David Allen Greer, and this year I'm asking you for a really big favor. Could you send me a hoochie, Santa? And this time, don't dog me out like you did last year. I got some specific requests. I want a girl with a big backyard. Something I can ride if I want to. Smack! Put a cup of coffee on it. Walk away and it's still going to be there. And Santa, you know I like the McDuffies, boobies, titties, that's what I'm talking about. But this year, send me somebody who's got a nice rack. You know, last year, the hooch you sent me had nipples so cockeyed it looked like somebody stuck a fish hook in one of them. And one more thing, Santa, could you make sure that my baby doll can suck a dick like a champ? Thank you, Santa, and you have yourself a happy Kwanzaa. Hey, do you have an Andy Dick story? 
Everyone has an Andy Dick story. Exactly. He, he grabbed my butt once. <laughs> he did. Uh, we were recording IDs, and if, I don't. This dude, he just he just. There's no no thinking. No, no. There's, there's no boundaries. No, there's, oh, yeah. I mean, he just comes in like 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 it's no big deal. Grabs my butt, and obviously, working here, it isn't a big deal, I guess. But still, that's my Andy Dick story. You know what I mean? Everybody has an Everybody Andy has Dick story. An Andy now, wait a minute. Story. Wasn't he? Wasn't there something between Psycho Mike and Andy Dick? Weren't they gonna have oh. make love? He I almost they were... molested Mike or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, yeah, he went. Uh... He was really wanting to date him for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He pursued that. He pursued I... that. Was he texting Mike? I'm not sure. I think this was on Loveline, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. This was on Loveline. It when got he was, a little when he was weird host. for Mike, I think. Yeah, oh, totally. Because yeah, Mike yeah. loves to do play, he loves to, you know, hype up the gay. He's not yeah. gay, but he, he can, he's really comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Andy was pushing those boundaries. Yeah. Very yeah, interesting. You can't blame Andy for trying, though. <laughs> Mike, you're a sexy bitch. Yeah, this is Andy Dick and his band doing Santa's Pissed Off from Kevin Bean's Full Shizzle Sing Yizzle. Oh, I think I'm in trouble. Santa's pissed off. He's pissed off at me. Why is he pissed off? So pissed off at me. Mr. Claus, is it because I wasn't good? In fact, I was bad. Naughty, to be exact. Mm-hmm. I'm not on Santa's nice list because I'm not very nice. Horrors. 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 It can all be summed up in that simple word. Uh, I don't need to explain. Hey, at least I'm not turning tricks anymore. Santa's pissed off. He's pissed off at me. Why is he pissed off? So pissed off at me. Mr. Claus, is it because I wasn't good this year? In fact, I was bad. Arbor Day, the day when you're supposed to plant some trees, I chopped down a couple. That's the exact opposite, 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 opposite. Not good. Is that that why he's mad? Because I'm trying to figure it out. Try harder. Santa's pissed off. He's pissed off at me. On Labor Day, I took a trip down to Mexico, borrowed my father's car, a 1986 Plymouth Alari. It was a good car. It got him from point A to point B. But to make a long story short, I traded the car for a Corona. Thank you for giving me that cash bowl. Santa's pissed off. He's pissed off at me. Why is he pissed off? So pissed off at me. Mr. Claus, is it because I wasn't good this year? In fact, I was bad. Is it because I owe $189,000 to the IRS? Masturbation. Or is it because I drink? What are Santa's views on masturbation? I do that I shouldn't do. I'm a masturbator. I would say maybe I'm a chronic masturbator. There's things that I can't legally talk about because the statute of limitations is not. Is that naughty or is that nice? Look, I'll be better next year. Is, is that good enough? Or... How about if I write out an IOU of better behavior next year? Because I will be better. I always try to be better and better and better. Is that good enough? I wasn't Because if it's not, you know what? Screw you. Screw you, Santa Claus. Mr. St. Nick. Oh, I'm supposed to be good just because you want me to be good? And then I can get a little toy, like a checkers. I wrapped up in some crap. Screw you, Santa Claus. Screw you, Santa Claus. Screw you, Santa Claus. I wasn't good this year. In fact, I was bad. Check, check, <laughs> check. Dear Santa, hey, you know who it is? It's Mo. <laughs> what are you doing? 
hey, I've been real good this year, and I just want one thing. I want a rock! <laughs> you get it? Hey, hey, Santa, you remember that movie Silent Night, Deadly Night, when you killed all those teenagers with the axe? That was retarded. Dude, you gotta chill out. Hey, so listen, can I bogart some presents from you this year? Okay, listen, you know how you can fly your sled anywhere and no one ever strip searches you at the airport? Well, could you swing by Rosarita Beach and pick up a package for my buddy Chico for me? And also, uh, some Kahlua? Okay, thanks. Hey, also, Santa, you know that little blonde guy that hangs around with Rudolph, Hermie the Dentist? Well, don't go to him for root canal unless you want to wake up with your pants on backwards. Ha ha ha! Kick ass, Santa! Love them all. Happy Hanukkah, Bean! Dear Santa, it's me, Jay Moore. You know the comedian. I know you make a list of who's naughty and who's nice, and I've been nice. Look, for Christmas, there's really only one thing I want. If you could get Serena Williams' big, sweaty, black ice cream scooper booty ass and rub it on my face as a washcloth. That would make me very happy on Christmas morning. I won't even open my other presents. I won't be able to. And I think you know why. Love, Jay. Now suck it, you fat f***. You guys remember Super Steve, right? He was... um, Fat Mexican. Well, yes, he was large. (laughs) He was a rotund friend of ours. And when I I brought him in the first time, I, I met Super Steve... Uh, he was an artist, and I was using him to to do something. Wait, he was and an he, artist back then. Yes, before an artist, like a graphic artist. No, I know. Yes. I didn't know that. I thought that's something new that he recently in the in the recent years he started doing. He's no. been doing that all along. I met Chuck, I our no promotions idea. director, who was not. I met Chuck and Steve, and they were working at a little company called Bo- the Boiler Room, mm-hmm. a little startup in like Norwalk, in a tiny little office. And Chuck was going to help me with some artwork on some magazine I was trying to launch. It never got off the ground. So I met Chuck, and then I met Super Steve. And here's this here's this Hispanic dude, this huge, and he has curly hair. It was kind of it was funny. Oh, and so we were talking, yeah. and after it, it, the it meeting, was like border. Borderline Afro. Borderline so Afro. Much, it so was a hair. perm, wasn't it? It was a, it was a perm, and yeah. the Lord knows why he did it. Oh, my God. It was I, I, so I, I, funny. I forgot about that. We go to, after that, we go to IHOP for like a lunch meeting as we're talking about art and whatnot, mm-hmm. and Super Steve orders a, a burger and pancakes and then pours the, the maple syrup on his burger and then just all this great, and he keeps ordering food and food and food, and I was just... <laughs> mouth agape like I couldn't believe what the, I was watching this guy yeah. just had no limit to how much he could eat and the crazy and the combos he was putting together and I right. go this is amazing we need to figure out how to get you on the show somehow yeah and I'm like you're like super Steve or something and and, it, and we thought oh we should we should do like a food tasting segment with with whatever and and I and then I said what do we do and I'm like and, and somehow, what's that, Dave? That would have been a terrible yeah, idea. It's like, yeah. <laughs> we let's did food let's do it on the radio. <laughs> let's, have, let's have Super Steve taste some food on the radio. We, yeah. By the, the way, radio or we, TV show? No, no, on no. the radio. We've done a lot worse, guys. Uh, Come on. You no, know. I don't know. That was a bad idea. <laughs> I don't know, that never made it. And people heard the twelve, the live 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> I mean, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't know. There's yeah. Scooby Doo. Good then. point, Lightning. Good point. Good point. <laughs> so, I, so we're like, well, how do, what, how do we. How do we bill you? Like, how do you? What makes you special? And uh, he's like, "Well, I'll, I'll tease out my afro." And I go, "What do you need? A cape or something? Like a big SS?" He's like that. And it was born. And he met Kevin and Bean, and he came in like the jumpsuit and the SS logo on his chest and a cape. And he was Super Steve. Wow. That's how and that we started using him on the street first, right? And then oh we, my God. We, and then we came up with the whole enchilada bit because we wanted to do a weekly bit with him, right? He must have been on the street a couple hundred times. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, here's the whole enchilada with Super Steve. From Christmas time in the 909. Hola. Feliz Navidad with Super Steve and the whole enchilada. Christmas is supposed to be a time of joy and love. Yeah, right. I just want to know what I'm getting for Christmas. So, on the whole enchilada, Christmas edition, hey, Latinos, what do we give and get for Christmas? Well, mostly, like, for Christmas, I'll give whatever they give out free at Dodger Stadium, you know? Like, when you go to the game, they give you a little free gift. That's usually what I end up giving all my, like, nieces and nephews, eh? You know what gift I got last year, eh? Lupita, she gave me STDs, Holmes. That's the gift that keeps giving. We give the Virgin Mary candles and the Last Supper um, portraits. Oh, don't forget about lottery tickets. You can't go wrong with lottery tickets. Uh, one year, me and my wife, we did a gift exchange, and we gave each other uh, his and hers uh, nine millimeters with their names and on it. Last year, I gave my mother-in-law a gift certificate to 
uh, Salvation Army. And damn, the next day she came with a truckload full of stuff. Budweiser beer, six packs. I want to know what kind of gifts Latinos give each other for Christmas. Cabbage Patch Kids. Cabbage Patch Kids? For the birth certificates. Normally, I usually give my husband whatever money I get from selling like my boyfriend's stuff. Classic for, for, the, for the couches. We usually get that shaving kit, the old brute. Or last year's pajamas. Uh, styrofoam tortilla warmers. Usually I don't get nothing for Christmas because like I don't want nobody to know where I live right now, you know, because I got like eight or nine kids I don't pay for. This is easy. It's tamales, man. Tamales. Tamales. The default gift for Mexicans. You know what I'm giving my Hannah this year, eh? Six inches of pure pleasure. Yo, what up? This is Super Steve. And as you can tell, growing up Latino meant you didn't get exactly what you wanted for Christmas. Hey, but at least we still got the Raiders. Feliz Navidad. Super Steve. Over and out. You like Rudy in there, Omar? Dave? Oh, man. Rudy's always great. That is uh, Psycho Mike uh, making his debut as Rudy, I think, in that piece. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. This went south. (laughs) (laughs) That was exciting. You guys are supposed to be excited. Like, what happened? Dave's checking his Uh, phone. Well, we got to record another one next, though. That guy's a dick. I hope he never comes back and works here. All right. Omar at krock.com. Lightning at krock.com. Dave, DJ Hi. Sanchez at krock.com. Merry Christmas, everybody. If you find this uh, this podcast on iTunes, please, please give us a, a good rating. We'd greatly appreciate or it. Or a bad rating. No, or no, no. Just no. a squish rating. The B Team. Yeah. The B Team. The B Team. Oh, that's right. The B Team. Baby. Bye. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to your mama, man. Oh. oh, sorry. My bad. Lightning, you're going to have to bleep, like bleep over the music and everything. I'm telling you. It's a, my mom rubs, rubs me the wrong way, man. Dave knows how to press my buttons. By the way, we got the best email. I don't know if you guys got it, but I think Omar and I got it. It just said, I hate my mom, too. That yeah. was like, made me laugh so much. She's yep. like, oh, Omar, my mom's a bitch, too. Yep. For those of you that didn't hear episode 21, uh, Omar yeah. just loses it. Yeah. And, and I didn't know you had cartoon-like hate for your mom. Oh, That's my God. Yeah, hilarious. Omar has a I hate my mom support group. Ugh. So That is wild. There you go. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got That's a bonus the, track here? Come on. We're t- now I'm going to turn into the Grinch over here. You're talking about my mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have a bonus track. What, what is this? This is... Uh, <laughs> this might be... Sam's Sam. Christmas. This might jokes. be Sam. All right, maybe just this is just, the just turn comedian. Off. Just turn it off. Okay. Yeah. From yeah. from Christmas time in the LBC. Santa Claus is so fat. When he jumps in the air, he gets stuck in the air. Santa Claus is so hairy that he needs a. He's so hairy that he needs a Jamaican dreadlocks. Santa Claus, he's so fat that he comes once a year. And he is like a hardware store and he delivers a lot of, he gets a lot of presents.